I get messages and questions regularly on how I talk to my husband about systems. How do I get him to help? I dream of a day when we can do our calendar together or our meal planning together or cleaning together. I just want him to help with laundry. And well, I'm sure you've thought all of these same thoughts, right? You've felt all of these feelings too. To be honest, one of my deepest passions behind this company Behind ChelseaJoe.co, systemize your life, systemize your biz, systemize everything, is strengthening marriages through systems. I know that that can sound incredibly ridiculous, but I also know what it's done for me and for my husband. Our marriage and our home is better because of systems. We spend less time arguing about the small stuff, about things that we used to spend hours talking and debating and arguing about. We've saved exponentially more money now that we have systems in place. And we also just flat out have way more time. And with that time, we have way more fun. In lieu of Valentine's Day today, I want to share with you my tips on how to become a team, even in the middle of what feels like a raging storm sometimes and how to use systems to grow even closer. Regardless of where you are in your journey with each other or in your own personal journey with systemizing your own life, today you're going to walk away with some really great aha moments on what you haven't been doing and really want to be doing in the future to love your husband through it all. So what do you say? Let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. One of the things a lot of people don't know about my home management system is that it covers all of the bases of managing your life at home. And that includes all your relationships, the relationships with your kids and with your husband. One of the key components to being successful in your home is knowing how to communicate and get others on board. Leaders have to know where they're going and what they're doing in order to lead and bring others along with them. And that's no different for what you and me are trying to do in our home. Because the number one thing that we think of when it comes to getting organized and saving time is what we can do on our own to work harder and hustle more, I have decided to take all of this information and lay it out in a super awesome visual workshop that you can get access to over at chelseajoe.co backslash get organized. If you really want to see how I get my family on board and get my systems routinely into our life, leading them to be incredible helpers and supporters of all the work that it takes 
to keep up with my house and figure out how you can do it for you too. And then make sure you check out chelseajoe.co backslash get organized, bring a pen, bring some paper. You're going to want to take some notes, but until then, Let's chat about loving your husband through the chaos and my tips for trying to be a team (laughs) and using systems to grow closer as a couple. I mean, it's not easy and I will be really honest. The only part of this like loving your husband through all of the chaos that I have really mastered is the not giving up part. (laughs) Well, and the systems part, but marriage is hard and raising kids, having a job, being healthy, filtering out junk from my life, noise, deception, procrastination, and really honestly learning how to live a super disciplined, fun, vibrant, and meaningful life is just stinking hard work. (laughs) I mean, it's a lot of work and I'm exhausted most days. And sadly, our spouses, I know Blaine, often takes the brunt of everything that we do or don't do. And that is the name of the game, right? We feel that in our home as much as you feel that in your house. And every single time someone asks me, like, you know, I'll show images of what Blaine and I are doing together. And it really truly is to inspire you because we really are doing it. But it's not because he thinks like me and he's exactly like me and he wants to sit down and do the meal planning. I just showed me and him meal planning together the other night and he was there for like 10, 15 minutes and he was like, I'll be honest, this is the part I don't love. <laughs> like, I know, I know you don't love it. I thank you for being here. You know, like I seriously have grown I mean, I may not be super skilled at like getting it right all the time. I really have to work at it super hard, but I have grown insanely skilled at getting help around the house. I mean, making it fun and making it simple and making systems the cornerstone of it all really is what I'm about when it comes to the the mundane. (laughs) I mean, you won't catch me having fun and laughing all the time at all things in the house and about life. I mean, I can be grumpy too, but like I, I really just love that part of it. And that's what I want to bring to you today. It's Valentine's day, or maybe you're not listening to this on Valentine's day, but this episode is coming to those of you that are really avid, excited listeners on Valentine's day. And it really inspired me to just sit down and talk about the parts of my marriage that I love and how Blaine and I have been able to become a better team. And I know that you can too. I know that you can use systems to help you grow. And even when it's hard, right? Like even in those chaotic times, becoming closer as a couple absolutely is possible. Even if your husband doesn't have a growth mindset, even if he doesn't like read books or take the time to do anything. Like even if he literally is like working 24 seven and he has no time to help you, that's okay. That is okay. Like every family has their own dynamic. And I know you may be longing for whatever it is that you need from him and you're going to be able to get it. You know, 
the way that my family looks now and the way that Blaine and I interact together is not how it started and it's not how it's going to end either. I mean, it's going to continue evolving and that is what we're going to talk about today. I want to break this down into basically three major parts. We're going to talk about the systems that I've used to grow closer to Blaine and I think that that will really help you to feel inspired and really motivated to go out and figure out what systems you want to use and how you can use those systems to grow closer to your husband. We're also going to look at some things to try and avoid or just some things to be on the lookout for when you're trying to create a team environment. And then lastly, the three massive ways that you can love your husband even in the chaos. And those are my favorite. So first and foremost, let's talk about some of the systems that I have used and that you also could use to kind of grow closer in your marriage versus fundamental needs. If you don't know what your fundamental needs are, we have the great eight. Some people have the fine nine, significant seven, sassy six, whatever you want to call it, fab five, wherever you're at, you need to know what your fundamental needs are. (laughs) Again, you actually are going to get to know mine really, really well. If you go over to chelseajo.co backslash get organized, I talk about that as well. So that is like a jam-packed, incredible, like 30 minutes of education for you. So please make sure you go and watch it. It will answer so many of your questions about my systemized life and how you can get it in your life. But the fundamental needs is something that Blaine and I really created together. And I created it out of absolute dire necessity for us to have some consistency on being on the same page. I mean, really just having a good week most weeks when we were looking at what was within our control, right? So that has been a game changer, just huge. I've told my story on where that came from so many times, so I won't even open up on that right now. But if you're curious, come ask me, listen to the other episodes. You can find out more information about it all over the place. Okay, the other systems that obviously we have used to grow closer. One of them is date night. So that's one of the fundamental needs. Um, Food prep. That's also another one of the fundamental needs. Cleaning the calendar and budgeting. These are all part of our fundamental needs. But what about this system in and of itself? Let me talk to you about it. So date night, we've changed how we've systematically done this. Um, In the beginning, it was once a month and then it went to twice a month and now it's four times a month. And three of those four are simple and are at home. And one of them right now, I was like, hey, can we just structure this to where one Friday night a month, we're leaving the house and we're getting a sitter. Can we just do that? Sure. Cool. That's been super helpful. Food prepping. (laughs) When I say it's brought us closer, I mean this in this way. It's not just a field of roses. But the amount of like understanding that he has on why it costs $300 to feed the family, the way that he sees me nurture my kids when we're in the grocery store, his effort to support me in something that I know that he does not like doing. Like there's, I could go on and on and on and on and on about how that has brought us closer it's taken a lot of work and a lot of time, but it has been incredibly helpful. 
for us to work on that together. It is a monstrosity. It is an undertaking to feed a family, a massive amount of work. And so whenever I am able to say, hey, you know, it's changed over the years. Now it's like, hey, can you fill your own oatmeal meal prep bowls? Hey, there's a list of 12 things we need to meal prep this weekend. I put a blue star next to yours. Are you cool? Like, does that work? You know, so that's kind of what's brought us closer together within that system. Cleaning, obviously, it's pretty much the same thing there. Getting him to like open up and say, yeah, I'll take toilets, but I'm absolutely not doing, you know, X, Y, Z. Most of the time it's the grocery store, whatever. Uh, You want to go to the grocery store with me? No, but I'll clean the toilets. Okay, cool. (laughs) That's like his go-to. He finds that to be very easy. Those are like the little things that we've used to be able to just kind of understand each other and understand what needs to be done around here and how we can both pitch in the calendar this one is so fun because it's given him a lot of autonomy. His He's been able to feel like completely in control and he's been able to like do things on his own for the family, even though he's not as plugged into it as I am because he's outside of the house so much more often than me. And he's, he, I'm in it, you know, I'm super in it. And then he leaves and he goes to the fire station. He's gone like two and a half days, almost three days. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's four days, you know, and that like happens all the time. So it's like him being able to continue to know what's going on and feel that connection has been really cool. And then lastly, budgeting, I could, we could chat. I could soapbox this for a long time, but this has brought us so much closer together, closer together. And it has allowed us to really reduce the amount of conflict that we were having. We've never, ever, ever argued or had been like out of alignment when it comes to what to do with our money. We have a couple differences there, but for the most part, that was, that's never been an issue for us, but there still was stuff to work through. You know, it wasn't a big topic for us, but it's like not even a thing now. We absolutely, like we, we love it. Like we have budgeting meetings weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually. Like we love it because we've figured it out. You know, it's systematic for us at this point. So those are how some of the systems and some of the specific systems that we have used to help bring us closer together. Okay, now here's some things to look out for when trying to create a team environment. I'm pumped to talk about this. So don't interrupt. If you are trying to create a team environment with your husband, whether you're teaching a system, trying to talk about your feelings, whatever that is, make sure that you are modeling really great turn taking. (laughs) We have to work super hard on this. This is both of our downfalls. Um, And that's why I put it in here because it's very front of mind for both of us. So stay super focused on that. And as I'm going through these things, you're probably going to be like, oh no, we got that in the bag. Or you're going to be like, oh, shoot, that's totally me. And as you're listening to this, try and think about yourself and what you need to do better at and not what he needs to do better at. That is great advice. Okay, ask. Next one is ask your husband what he thinks and then wait. So get his input, let him have ideas and actually do them. So what I want you to avoid here is don't assume that he doesn't understand or won't be helpful. Blaine has incredible ideas and so does your husband, but 
your husband may not have the confidence to communicate that depending on how you have or have not encouraged him over the years. So really make sure that you ask him what he thinks and just wait. If he says nothing, fine. That's okay. If he doesn't have input, be okay with that. Just be sure that you're asking for his input and get his ideas on things and start in areas where you know that he might feel confident or that he might have good ideas. And then slowly but surely, you'll build up the ability and the skill set and that kind of camaraderie to take that outside of areas where he's really open and good at talking about things and applying it to other areas where maybe he's not so great at talking about them. All right, here's the next thing that I want you to avoid to look out for is dancing around your needs and wants and expecting him to understand you, expecting him to understand why you're bitter. And really it's the silliest thing on earth truly to not be direct. You've got to be clear. You've got to be direct. You have to ask for what you want and not be apologetic about it. You can't be meek and mild. I mean, I'm not meek and I'm not mild. I am in a lot of things, but when it comes to what I want and what I need, I am laughing because I have a daughter like this and it's really funny and it's hard. It's really hard. My poor mother, I don't know how she dealt with me. I mean, I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with it right now. Bailey is, you already knew I was going to say Bailey. Bailey is very much like this and we're, you know, encouraging Frankie to be like this too, but she has her own strengths in other ways that Bailey doesn't have them. (laughs) Oh, I love being a mom. It's so great. But just knowing this about myself, like I'm, well, Blaine will say that I'm not very clear, but that is just that is just what happens with a husband and a wife. But I'm working on being very clear and very direct, but I always am capable and very eager and ready to ask for what I want. And I'm unapologetic about it. I know that I need help and you do too. Okay. So just say, I want you to help me fold the laundry tonight. Will you please fold the towels? Will you please fold the washcloths? Like just hand him the washcloths and say, will you fold these please? Like, that's it. You know, I mean, it's just a thing. I will, I will say that there've been many times where it's like, I'm, I'm the only one up on my feet working and everyone else is having a jolly good time right now. And I will say, hey, oh, uh, can y'all come help me? Cause like mom's feet are real tired right now. And I would love I'd love to sit down with you. Mom, why don't you ever sit and watch movies? Mom, why don't you ever play? Uh, hey, just in case no one noticed, I'm still working over here. You know, like I'm totally fine with being like, hey, can you pause that and come help me for 15 minutes? Hey, can you put your phone down? Like that rabbit hole looks real juicy, but we got dishes. Like, that's okay. It's okay to say those things. And it's okay to not be afraid when you ask, you know? Okay. Let's lastly talk about the three super easy, like these are going to change your life. Three different ways, massive ways that you can love your husband, even in the chaos. First and foremost is practice forgiveness. 
not just giving forgiveness, but asking for forgiveness. Asking. I learned this incredible way of saying I'm sorry and asking for forgiveness once. It was say the thing that you did that you should not have done without excuse and then immediately say, will you forgive me? Like, I'm sorry that I was disrespectful. Will you forgive me? And say nothing else. I'm telling you, just please try it and come and validate that I'm not the only one that finds that to be insanely difficult. Like it challenges me almost to tears every time. Then the more you do it, the easier it gets, I will be honest. And doing it in front of your kids is incredible. It's so amazing. So just try it. And also give. Give forgiveness freely. Give it often. Give it every day. Give it in all the moments. Even whenever you don't want to and you don't think they deserve it. I'm not a very justice, justice-based justice person at all. I, I give a lot of forgiveness. Likely just because I hate conflict. But I still have to work on it. You know, it's still something that I have to remind myself of. Okay, here's the next one. Practice gratitude. I know this is super cheesy. (laughs) Practice gratitude. But honestly, like if you're looking for ways to really love your husband, even today on Valentine's Day, and that's the gift that you give to him and he may not even notice it, like outwardly as if it is a big thing, it's obviously something that you can practice every day. But focusing on the good and force it when it doesn't feel natural. Like if you're in a moment where it's really, really hard for you, me is when we are driving out of town somewhere. Like that's a real place for me to practice my gratitude. It's just does not come easy to me in those moments. Road trips out of town. Gratitude does not flow freely. I don't know about you. Where does your gratitude not flow freely? Is it in the car? (laughs) Is it when you're working on projects around the house? Is it when you're cooking dinner? Is it when you're trying to get the kids out the door to school? I don't know when you feel compromised, but that's likely when you cannot practice gratitude as freely. Here's the last one. Be kind. Just truly Like just try and be kind like you were when you were dating. Like that kind of kindness. Say thank you. Go out of your way to do small things even when he doesn't. Put yourself in his shoes and notice just like you want him to notice all the things that you have going on. He has a ton of things going on too that you may feel like are a thousand percent within his control to stop dealing with. And and realize that he sees you the exact same way, right? All of the chaos that we bring on to ourselves. There's so many times when Blaine's like, I just don't care. Like you care about all these things and I need to care about them because I'm a mom and I'm a wife and I'm, this is my job and this is my role. But he has that too, you know, and we don't always see that from the other perspective. So try and put yourself in his shoes, notice details and speak up about it. Like, say nice things, even if it's you smell good. When's the last time you told your husband, oh my gosh, I really like the way that you smell. I mean, it may be hard. That might not be the thing that you really feel like you can say. And touche. Actually, Blaine just got this incredible 
he he threw away his colognes that he has had for literal decades. Like, hear me out. I'm pretty sure it was Aqua de Gio and Fierce from Abercrombie. Like, I can't hang. I can't. And he doesn't wear them. Like, we don't. He does not, does not wear them. And every time he puts them on, I was, like, dying. And so me and Frankie got him a new cologne for Christmas. And I'm obsessed. It's just, like, this little like natural thing he rubs his finger on it and like puts it on his neck there are some fragrances in it it's not 100% natural but it's super clean and like it smells amazing and so I can't even tell you how many times I've said oh my gosh baby you smell really good and he's like oh wow <laughs> he's like you haven't said that in a long time and I was like oh like and so I started to notice like man there are things that I probably don't say very often So think about those things, be attentive and just try and be super, super kind. There's so much goodness in this episode. If you just take this a few pieces and really work hard at it this week, I promise you're going to see more connection, more love. There's going to be some kind of fruit that shows up in your marriage from this episode. All right. Go out, spread the love, have an incredible Valentine's Day. I'm super excited to meet you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.